Mustafa Ali, and Cedric Alexander. I don't think there's a man on 205 Live as hot right now as Cedric Alexander. I'm gonna agree with you. Hansel, so hot right now. Hansel. Welcome to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast for Saturday the 10th of February. I'm here with uh, Nikki and Steve. How are the lads? Uh, grand. I complain. Tired and but happy it's uh, the weekend. Happy it's the weekend and podcasting time. Way. Yay. You know who isn't happy? Gordo, because he's been suspended for being a bollocks. Yeah. It's bollocks. We'll into more details, but uh, our lawyers won't allow us to talk about it anymore. Yeah, there's been some alleged activities. So uh, suspended for one week with pay. Because he wasn't that much of a bollocks. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get into a small bit of news before we cover uh, Raw and SmackDown. We'll also be having the first of our... Um, I didn't come up with a name, lads. To be ah. honest, I'm just going to keep going with two-bit two booking. and we'll, I might think of something later, but uh, the idea being that you pick a character that doesn't get enough airtime or is rarely on TV. And you see how you can book them back into the show in a meaningful way. So this week I'll be doing it on the uh, the Rider Revolution 2018 version. I still woo woo woo. So uh, <laughs> no. um, Matt Hardy gains sole ownership of the Broken Universe. Wonderful news. Delightful. Does this mean that he's not going to be in that stupid laugh as much anymore? I don't know. It seems like Vince likes that laugh. Yeah. Vince likes laughs. It's when keeps, laugh. <laughs> if Vince, if that keeps him on TV doing stuff, I'm okay with it. But they, I assume they're going to start doing stuff from the Hardy compound now. And Matt keeps talking about the uh, the extended universe being brought in. So I just want Vanguard One. It was perfect for the Rumble. Just have Vanguard One just fly out from the Rumble. It would have been amazing. <laughs> so we're past that now. So we're, we need Vanguard One and Senior Benjamin and all the lads to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was listening to his theme song actually. It seems like a demo version of Balor's song, if you listen back to it. Yeah. A very similar melody and the big mm-hmm. part as well. Uh, it's like an early version of Balor's song. It's really weird, but have a listen to it and see what you think. Um, that's, there's not really much else there, other than we just saw beforehand we were checking around that Vince is interesting in licensing some of the old broken stuff from TNA, I assume, to show footage. I saves, saves, it shows the backstory without having to redo the backstory. Yeah, so it makes sense. I hope they do. You know, that could be they're their in to get the tape library and we can finally get all the, the good days of impact up on the network would be great. And they can finally release DVDs of AJ and Samoa Joe and they'll be delighted. Everyone wins. Yay. <laughs> well, sure, you can find all them on the global wrestling network that everybody has. Yes. Because they wrestling. still haven't renamed that. <laughs> wrestling from all around the world. <laughs> of Nashville. <laughs> um. This was an interesting one. It'd be interesting now, Nikki, as the uh, NXT expert, to see what you make of this one. Mm. Uh, so Vince has given the reins of two or five, two or five live to Triple H. Now that would the, the big story. You're like, oh my god, it's happening. He's finally relinquishing some control. But how does that affect NXT? I wonder. Does that get a little bit 
strained when he's not there all the time, I wonder? I wouldn't imagine so. I mean, NXT is going to be just mainly that his involvement there at this point is mainly the tapings, I'd say. So as long as he's still there for the tapings, it's not going to affect it too much. Uh, I'm delighted about this. I mean, you, you can tell the difference already. You can tell when he took over, you know, yeah. last week. <laughs> it's it's, it's like different. it's like picking up a book and a page is dog-eared. You can just tell where, you know, it's just like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, it's been great. So, I mean, I've loved the last two weeks of 205 Live. It's been fantastic. And hopefully they stick to this format for now. Anyway, it's, it's working really well. Even the fucking text over video promos can't get me down on it. It's it's <laughs> that <fantastic. was> big. <laughs> Steve, thoughts? I had any echo what Nikki said there. It can only be a good thing for two or five live. We all love to see dubs see. If we can get some more of that sort of action and uh, that sort of content and storyline development, then happy days. I might actually start watching two or five live. Exactly. Uh, I've actually watched the last two weeks of it yeah. without even realizing that's what was going on. I just knew there was some sort of a shift in mentality and you could tell it's coming out in the ring. Yeah, exactly. And if, if this goes well and it actually starts bigging up 205 Live, you never know that he might give him Smackdown. Oh my God, it'd be wonderful. Hmm. The um, the one thing I was talking to the lads about, I think as mo- the 205 Live name is brilliant. I really like the name. I think drop the name and start a new name. You don't need to though. I mean, like, they, mm. you could have said the exact same thing with NXT. The NXT name was tarnished to fuck, and it's grand now. Mm, okay. Fair enough. Maybe I'm on my own that because no one agreed with me either. I'm just thinking <laughs> maybe a new fresh start. Doesn't that 205 something else? I don't know. But, uh, or just call it the Cruiserweight Classic or Cruiserweight something. I don't know. But I just feel like that name is damaged goods now. Mm. Could be. I, I would agree with Nikki, though. I think NXT and its original main roster days was one of the biggest hot piles of turd I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. But um, yeah, I think if they produce good content, I think it, it would make the 205 brand even stronger than a rename could do. Yeah. Fair exactly. enough. Uh, change the belt, no? Oh, that purple rope. Yeah, change the belt. Don't mind um, the ropes too much, but the yeah. belt, that belt needs to get changed immediately. That's even if ridiculous. just the black strap rather than the purple thing. Yeah, that'd be fine. I mean, that, that belt yeah. on a black strap with the gold instead of the silver looks lovely. Yeah. If they did that, it'd be, it'd be perfect. Perfect. It also looks like he's already bringing in other talents as well. Um, so, yeah. you know, hopefully... Ronnie was up there this week. And he's on the poster. They, they put up a poster, uh, Drake Maverick, Rockstar's put a tweet out during the week, and obviously him in the middle with the, the guys around, different guys around him, and they had Roddy in the poster, so it looks like he might be properly up. I think, yeah, I think Roddy is up. I think mm. Roderick Strong is on the main roster now. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, story of the week is uh, Booker T and Corey Graves. A bit of a tiff. Bit of and a tiff? Today, I've, bit of a tiff. Uh, <laughs> Booker T said, I don't know if this happened last week that we talked about it, but Booker T had said that if he meets uh, Corey Graves on the street, he's going to beat him up because uh, mm-hmm. he cost him his job on Raw and all this sort of stuff. But I noticed today Booker, or Nikki put it in the chat, that Booker has invited him on to his uh, podcast tomorrow to clear the air. So this is a weird one. I, I, I'm team Booker all the way here. <laughs> uh, I, I loved the digs that Corey got in on him during Raw as well. Like, what was it? Uh, well, he said the coach is like, uh, you better watch what you say. I'll have you on your local radio, uh, an afternoon on your local radio station. <laughs> 
It's funny, Corey had all his jabs there on Raw, but New Day got him back pretty bad on SmackDown. <laughs> That's true. Like, We're six. That's the exact percent I'd give Corey Graves in a street fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, how, how true do you reckon this beef actually is or, or where the truth actually lies in it? I don't I, I as Nikki we talked about it earlier is like I think there's some work element to it but for what end like what's yeah. the point of it like did you see oh. I don't know if you saw this but there was a video on Twitter or possibly Facebook of a, a segment from some group chat that WWE were hosting was Scott Stanford was there and he was hosting it and he was introducing a panel and there was three people on the panel I can't remember the first person but there was definitely uh, Booker and Corey on it it was Otonga as well it was the Raw pre-show back in the day yes Otonga no one cares about him <laughs> that's why I didn't remember him uh, and like Scott Sanford introduced Booker twice but did it in a very fucking heel sly way I'd say that was a bit it was very dickish the way he did it he's like was it the, the stink guy of NXT or the stink guy stink guy wasn't it yeah the stink of stink guy <laughs> and by and God, and Booker was killing that. He was literally <laughs> holding back and say it's not worth it. So Corey was talking Booker off an edge at that stage. Yeah. So it's hard to see going from that to then Corey being the one throwing the jives at Booker after. You know, it's that that leads me down the road to think it's a bit of a work, or if nothing else, it's like something very very small, been absolutely blown out of massive proportions. Can't we just have Booker T back on TV? Corey doesn't need both shows. <laughs> Put him on one, pick one, and leave him there. I think Booker T on SmackDown would be great crack. But you're forgetting about the ratio of white to black. That's true, yeah. Come on now. It's pretty obvious what they it's, do. It's, it's there on every single one of their announced teams. Every show. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag equality, but only 33% of it. Except for 205 <laughs> Live. Except for 205 Live. That's the man's show, you know. The, the only place that survives with a two-man boot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both whiteies. Yep. Yeah. Allegedly. Classic. That's classic white man, that. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> um, but that'll, that'll cover us for the news. And we'll, uh, we'll have a chat about Raw. So Raw opens with the big dog. And he's got a match against Bray Wyatt. And I didn't check the betting odds before this because I didn't want to spoil the result on myself. <laughs> wouldn't you know Bray Wyatt loses, Roman Reigns wins. I mean, what are the chances? Shocker. Shocking. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. <sighs> so the big dog advances to the Elimination Chamber match. That's about all we have to say about that. Uh, except for Matt Hardy, uh, who came in after the match and attacked Bray Wyatt. So that's still going on. Uh, still no end in sight that uh, what they're doing, who knows, but decent match to start though. It was great to have a match to start it after all the yeah. weird openings the last few weeks. It's nice. McMahon didn't open, didn't open the show. General mm. Manager didn't open the show. It's nice. Mm. Crazy. Imagine that, starting the thing off with some action. It was a good match and everything as well. It was weird with the promos before the match in the pre-recorded format. So I'm not sure if I like that too much. But yeah, I definitely agree with you that the the fact that we didn't have someone coming to the ring and talking for twenty minutes, that was a nice uh, a change up. Yeah, but they had to save time for later so they could kill more time. So they had to pre-record them to maximize the seconds to then waste <laughs> them later. This is this is very much true. Very much true. Can't argue yeah. with that. But I like the fact that they're trying new things. Um, yep. I'm sure we'll get to that later again. 
I might stick on this theme actually with the big dog. Um, so backstage, Rollins uh, tells Jason Jordan it's their last chance at the bar, you know, unless they win and then they have to have a rematch next week. But anyway, we'll leave that to one side. So he's checking if he's uh, 100% basically that he's ready to go. Um, but later on in the night, uh, Jason Jordan reveals that he's injured and he can't compete for the Shield Bar Championships mm-hmm. uh, of the world. Uh, so basically, you're like, what am I going to do? Oh, no. Did you hear my doorbell there? Yep. Yeah. Oh, mystery. My, pal- my palatial mansion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Get your sentiment answered there. <laughs> yeah. Jeeves. God. What Must be your green beans. <laughs> green beans, pour for four. <laughs> so uh, the big dog, of course, steps in to join them. Uh, Jason Jordan seems delighted about the whole situation where he doesn't have to defend his titles. Um, but then later on, he appears and costs them the match. I think he, the bar kind of fooled him. He went and the bar attacked him. He appeared ringside. The bar attacked him and then they got disqualified. Weird finish. Don't know what the point uh, of it was. Oh, no. They, what happened was he kind of got involved and kind of helped yeah. the, the shield a couple of times. But then the bar were like, fuck this, let's get out of here. And he was trying to, he was preventing them from getting out. Cesaro is up to him and little JJ hits the first shot on yeah. Cesaro. He gets the shield disqualified. So the bar actually won that match. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean, but he cost them the chance shot of the titles. Or mm. the, the chance of winning the title. But that, even though they told him to leave and they looked very disappointed in young JJ. <laughs> shield bar is done. Uh, this is it you have to believe them when they say something that that's actually what's going to happen i believe in it this is 100 it's over it's over <laughs> so this is one of the things that none of it it wasn't a bad show or anything but just a very confusing show so can i can i take you down lads to kayfabe corner so roman can wrestle in an hour after competing earlier in the night he then compromises his body before his Elimination Chamber match, which gives him a shot at the world title at Mania. I want to believe, lads, but this is crazy. Why would he focus on the tag titles when he's focused on the, the Universal title? He eliminated the guy that he teamed with out of the Rumble to have a shot at the world title that he now has a potential shot at. k Corner. Because it's his boy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Busy mates. Help out the mate. That's the problem. Makes no sense. He's a he's an athlete. We're in kayfabe corner here. This guy, you know, he's a fighter. He's the people, biggest dog in the yard. People could have friends athlete. too. They're the brothers. The brothers <laughs> in the shield. I I realize how important that is, but he has to keep himself fresh. He can't just be going around here having loads of matches every night. You don't see Conor McGregor fighting ten minutes later after he has a fight. No, sir. He waits a year and a half, <laughs> and that doesn't do anything. Titles are temporary. Friendships are forever. Oh, God damn it, Nikki! <laughs> I think you just you, you, you booked your you booked their way out of that one there with that explanation. <laughs> but all seriousness, that sort of stuff I hate. But anyway, I like I like it in in the Rumble or the King of the Ring where they come out and limp. You know, like oh my God, another match. The last match was so grueling. It's taking it out of me. And then Big Dog just comes out like fuck. I'm, I'm the Big Dog. Fuck. Big then again, dog. he did beat Bray Wyatt earlier, so I was like, "Yeah, whatever." And beat Bray Wyatt, <laughs> big dog. Um, but yeah, so because I went the whole way, no, we're not actually at the end of this story yet. Uh, I'm trying to find in my notes. So backstage, 
Seth is very upset. Um, Kurt, or was it uh, JJ and Rollins had a bit of a screaming match, and Kurt got very angry at Jason Jordan. He sent him home until he's medically cleared. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which is going to be a while, considering he had neck surgery this week. Yep. Yeah. I love how the thing was uh, was minor or non-invasive. How can there be non-invasive neck surgery? Like, come <laughs> on. You can have non-invasive <laughs> showers, but... <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you go for. Like. Yeah, so there was, the, the Papa Kurt was very angry at little JJ. And we came back and Corey was doing a serious voice. Going, oh my God, what's happening in the Angle family? The Angle family. <laughs> so... <laughs> Only her. <laughs> Wicked answer. So yeah, Jason has been one of the more kind of uh, compelling characters for a while. I love him or hate him. It was cringe-inducing, but uh, what happens now? Do they just send him back to American Alpha when he's healed up, or like? I reckon he'll come back. Something to do with Kurt again. They have to have the, a payoff for that eventually yeah. at some point. So they'll they'll end up having a match or something. Who knows? I think they reckon they reckon or... three months. Maybe SummerSlam. I think we're we're overlooking the the biggest controversial talking point of this, the fact that the last two tight team partners of Seth Rollins have gotten injured, mm-hmm. and Sting like the, retired. The, Balor lost yep. his universal title shot. The man is poison. Bret Hart was right all along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag four out of ten. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the Shield run is cursed, like absolutely cursed. Like everyone yeah. getting hurt and ah, oh, it's a disaster. Just wait for the big dong to go down now. The big dong. Oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> the big dong. Vince will have to cancel WrestleMania. Like we're not going to have it. This year. <laughs> what do you mean, Vince? There's no WrestleMania this year. It's just not happening. No Roman, no party. <laughs> Refund the marks. <laughs> um, what do we want to go to next? Um. Very quickly, um, Balor and Carl Anderson uh, beat the Revival, who uh, were tag team specialists, who lost to guys who weren't normally tag team wrestlers together, Ah, we'll say. In fairness, they had a long run as a tag team back in Mm. Japan. Before Nikki, I don't know that. I'm I'm just a simple man from Kentucky who watches Raw every week. (laughs) But they tell you that on commentary. Japan, they're allowed to say Japan. (laughs) Um, What are they doing with the Revival? Oh, it's so sad. And like it was a weird, it was one of those weird nights where I was like, I want Finn Balor to lose this match because <laughs> I like the revival. Please let them win. They came out saying, uh, I think it was uh, was it Balor against Dawson or Dash, one of them, and it was like, no, no, we're we're not single guys, we're we're tag team wrestlers. We should make this a tag team match. So then they lose that match. We're like, oh come on, goddamn it, give them something. At the same time, you can't bury. Balor more as well like they've no. done enough of that already so it's it was a lose-lose situation really yeah so why do they put themselves in these situations that's know. exactly what they're going to. but they could have they could have done both like the, the revival aren't exactly booked face at the minute yeah. and Balor aren't exactly booked face either so you could easily have had the revival not necessarily do dirty tactics but a little bit of tag team shenanigans mm. to get the win that puts them over it doesn't put the the Balor Club down in any way. Yeah. And it kind of builds guys and makes them all seem a little bit more credible in the newly founded Bar Tag Team Division. That's true. A sh- bit of shady doings, you're saying? Yep. Imagine that tag team's winning through vicarious means. Shocking. Mm. Sure, we should probably round up all the rest of the Elimination Chamber stuff then. Yes. All together and 
Um, so the other one was the the Miz who defeated Apollo Cruz, I believe. Yes, Apollo yeah. Cruz. Um, so I've a I've a I've a quick jibe to make. Of course, of course you do. Yes. Uh, is this the Miz elevating the Intercontinental title by entering a qualifying match for a qualifying match to face a champion holding a title that's eighteen months old? Miz, yeah, then, cuts, Miz then cuts a promo about astrology, riveting. <laughs> See, he I wants can't. to elevate the IC belt by holding it at the same time as the Universal belt. By no, I've, I've nothing bad to say. I just wrote that down. I just wrote that down. You're just, just to take the piss. You're gonna <laughs> get. Oh, from... your mic's breaking up. There. He's he's bleeping himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is bleeping himself for him. But I won't tell you about this. How how much did it suck for Balor? He had to face Cena for a qualify. Miz got a Apollo Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It does suit the character so well, though. As well. Like, oh, is, you absolute dickhead. Um, but so you know next week we have the yeah. Fatal Four Way. Yes, I assume Balor um, has to go over that. Oh, if it's not Balor, so who's in there? Balor, Bray, Apollo, and Matt. And um, Matt. Matt Hardy, yeah. So it's, it's going to be either Apollo or Finn. So it's going to be Finn. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not going to put Apollo. That's true. There. Yeah, he's the wrong shade of white. <laughs> but what about, who are the other people then? <laughs> the Kane was the other one who lost, and the other one. That's it. There's five. Only no. five spots. Yeah, six. Five guys are in there already. This is for the. That six. means there's been five elimination matches. The four guys who lost plus Kane. Are fighting for the six five. Oh, fighting for all oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, the petty drops. Speaking of Kane, <laughs> speaking of there Kane, while talking about Kane, Michael Cole said the word hospital. That's what? right. I nearly lost my life. We're like, okay, <laughs> Triple H is in control of all everyone. <laughs> but what the two hundred five thing was a ruse. It's, a, it's actually a colloquial term for a local medical facility. Yes. yes. Ah. Ah, I wish fact, they'd tell us that more. His exact line was, uh, I believe it was, he went to a medical facility, but he left the hospital. Oh. Okay, so wait a minute. So there was a hospital in the local medical <laughs> it's facility. It's inside the local medical facility. Oh, I get it, because he's a famous celebrity and mayoral candidate. So they brought him in the main door and went, oh my God, look at all these groupies and paparazzi. We need to get him out the back door through the hospital at the ba- at the very end of the local medical facility. There, there we go. That's it. We, we've cracked it. It's clever. It is clever. See, if they took his mask off, you're like, oh, that's, who's that guy? Oh, my God, it's Glenn Jacobs. Local mayor, I'll can that. We'll talk about the Alexa and Kurt Angle thingy, which was really enjoyable. So, Loved it. And I've called this part uh, Alexa Gets Woke. So, uh, <laughs> If I can find it in my notes now, after me talking and building it all up. Uh, so it starts with uh, Kurt Angle forgetting the name of the match, which I thought was good. <laughs> and he stalled for time. It reminded me of the years ago, the Miz forgetting the name of the company and the name of the website. <laughs> of that Divas thing. It was yeah, very similar. But Angle, was. he did the same thing, going, he just laughed. And went, oh, no. What have I done? Shit, shit. <laughs> I wish I'd made it's, a joke to justify that laugh. It's probably written in big letters at the top of the screen <laughs> if you look to your right. Exactly. But he can't turn because um, he's got a broken freaking neck. You can't, you can't do exactly, and you can't be not facing the hard cam, looking distantly <laughs> away from the actual camera. No, he gets sent to NXT uh, for that. Uh, 
Exactly, yeah. Back to NXT with you. <laughs> For a year and a half. Back to Ricochet. Look at the hard cap. Yeah. You go down there and you make friends with Ricochet, who isn't good enough to be on TV yet. Because he doesn't know where the are. <laughs> oh, the logic. The logic. Anyway, um, so Alexa's woke and she makes the point that she wouldn't defend, uh, that she shouldn't defend her title in the Elimination Chamber when the men's champion doesn't. Uh, but then Carta was like, uh, well, you haven't defended your title since uh, October at TLC. I want to make another note on that. Do you remember the run-up to WrestleMania last year? Naomi. Naomi. Couldn't defend her title. Yep. She couldn't defend her title for 30 days in a stripped her. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss hasn't defended in, what, three months? Yeah, but the referee's decision is final, Steve. Yeah, well, <laughs> VAR. <laughs> but, no, Alexa was classier. This is, like, oh, the yeah. most entertaining. Well, entertaining is probably the wrong word. But it, it felt like a shoot. It felt like a pipe bomb. And again, it was one of those ones where you're listening to everything she says and you're like, yep, it all yep, makes sense. Yep. Every bit of it. I, lo- I love her so, line back to back to what Kurt said about that, though. Yeah. Well, it was back. Just just comes back. Those, That's whose fault is that? You booked the matches, not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like she's point. I wonder if this is just like the, the creative team tapping into, OK, people are getting a little bit pissed off now that Brock Lesnar isn't on the show very often or defending his championship a lot. Let's see if we can kind of use this. I think it's a mixture of that and the current uh, politically correct climate we live in. Mm. And I think elaborate. Um, so the one was: Do you value Do you value Brock Lesnar more than you value me? That's sexist. To that, I say lol. <laughs> Brock Lesnar is a hundred times more valuable to the company than Alexa Bliss, right? <laughs> but if you're talking about championships, they should be completely equal. That's fine. Yeah. She should have said, do you value the universal title more than the Royal Women's title? And he'd be like, no, fine, that's totally fair. Yeah. But come on now, Alexa, you're sounding like those women, like Nikki Bella, going on there complaining about Ronda Rousey. You're like, <laughs> go home, you idiot. Have you any idea who they just signed? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Have you any idea how much money she's going to make the company? You fool. Uh, go back yeah. to your television program, you fucking waste of oxygen. Oh, wow. Oh, I needed that one. Wow. I needed wow. that one. Needed that one. Fucking hate that bitch. Anyway, Speaking of tele- television programs, I hear Miz mentioned what the name of his new reality show is going to be. I love Miz that one. Miz and Mrs. It's fantastic. Uh, it's great. Never actually, yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Did Steve Murphy just admit <laughs> he liked something to do with the Miz? <laughs> uh, I've often liked some of the things he does. Like, I like to talk about astrology there on Monday Night Raw when he could have been punching people in the face. Elevating the Intercontinental Championship. (laughs) (laughs) I have a none. It'll never. uh, It's so hard not to. uh, I'm telling you, I'm going to have to do a whole segment on this, trying to explain the the feelings I go through every Monday night. (laughs) I should like this, but I want to punch him in the face so much. (laughs) And it's not a heat thing. I just really don't like him. But anyway, I'm coming around, hopefully. (laughs) At this point, it's just like a gag. I really want to make a joke here to say that you don't like The Miz, but you like Enzo Amore, but that wouldn't be correct either. No. <laughs> Innocent <laughs> from proving it. <laughs> I nearly I nearly had Enzo appear in my booking later. Ooh. But I didn't know. That would have been very controversial. Be <laughs> yeah. So I said, hmm. Yeah. I'll leave it. Oh. No. Although, look, innocent and proving guilty. 
but anyways, uh, what happened here in the end? I can't remember. Alexa is just uh, told she, that that's tough shit and that's it. Yeah, Kurt asked the crowd, uh, did they want the match? The crowd were like, eh, not really too yeah. sure after all that. <laughs> Alexa makes the valid points. <laughs> yeah, never ask the crowd. It's such a yeah. stupid thing to do. Unless you're stone cold, you cannot ask the crowd uh, to agree with you. What? Unless the unless the answer is hell yeah, you're going to get a mixed response. Exactly. <laughs> Only if you want me to knock this guy down, back. give me a hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. Give them something they can chant back. Don't give them like voice your opinion in whatever way you would like. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an ecumenical matter. Oh man. See, it just doesn't Another have the same ring to not, not quite. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. It's too long. It doesn't go with a clap. No. Um, <laughs> I'm sure when a broker find a clap to it. Another thing that made no sense to me um, was the selective memory that the company have and the writers have. So Nia Jax, who is now going by the uh, irresistible force, maybe they've called it that before. I've just noticed it now. It's like the, what was Brawler? The Extraordinary? Something? Oh, the extraordinary, the extraordinary, oh, the extraordinary, extraordinary, things, extraordinary things. Yes, that's the one. So they're going yeah. with this now. They're making the nicknames longer. Faces <laughs> uh, a, a local talent who we turns out to be seventeen. Apparently, she yeah. beat this girl up bad. Like she whooped her, which is quite cool. Um, so I think at the end it wasn't a hundred percent clear, or it wasn't clear in my mind anyway. And a couple of people were saying that what the story is with Naya, but um, so basically they clear it up here. If Naya beats Asuka at Elimination Chamber, she's in the Mania match versus the women, the winner of the women's Elimination Chamber match, who would then be the champion. And Asuka be a triple threat. Yeah, assuming Asuka chooses role, which they still haven't confirmed. That is true. Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, so the line of the night, and the one woman Asuka can't beat. Uh, so let's take you back to NXT TakeOver <laughs> The End. <laughs> uh, we're asking feet Nia Jax. I know what you're thinking. That's NXT, and it's also far away. Let me take you three weeks ago on Raw, uh, where Asuka beat Nia Jax so badly that the ref had to stop the fucking match. Three uh, weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Seriously. Are they fucking I high? <sighs> I am so over this Nia Jax experiment. <laughs> that wasn't even her fault that was just lazy lazy writing <laughs> but even her delivery of everything like yeah. I, I can accept someone being a substandard wrestler and I would throw Steve a, uh, a bone here and say the Miz in, in this current example and I give if, you Enzo Amore if they have an exceptional character or exceptional personality that they can use on the mic or use backstage Nia Jax offers nothing on the mic, nothing in character, nothing personality-wise, and nothing in the ring. She should not be on my television screen, full stop. I got a little worried about the, the local talent, because that manslaughter leg drop is no joke. I call it that for a reason. She lay, <laughs> she, I saw her going up for it, and I'm going, oh my god, this girl is going to die. Because you know when they have the jobbers in, they lay it in a bit stiffer? Yeah. You can tell anyone that does it. Poor James, or James Ellsworth, now he's still alive after what Braun Strowman did to him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Oh, uh, Jimmy Dream, I miss you, come back. Oh my God, my book, and I forgot to put Jimmy Dream in it. I wanted that to be one of the things. Come back oh, to well. next week. <laughs> <laughs> At least she doesn't do the flipping one that she did once. Oh, that God. Literally, oh, yeah. That he took someone's head off. Yeah. 
Uh, I got a bit worried when I saw her go off the ropes. I was like, oh my God, she's going to hit the leg drop on her. She's going to not arc, arch her leg or she's going to break this girl's face. She's just so anyway. bad. How, how can you botch a leg drop? Like, yeah. You run, you jump. This is the part she's missing. You jump. <laughs> your, you arch your leg so that their head lands under your knee that you've arched. Oh my God, it's a leg drop. She hits them. She lands it on her tie. She puts her tie across people's faces. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works, you stupid fuck. Uh, but, but. You're not, you're not one of the 120 pound women that are there. And it's not a, a joking about people's weight. No one can talk about that. But it's like you have to realize how big you are and how small that girl is. And you need to protect her. Yeah. But, lads, she's The Rock's cousin. Oh, fuck, actually. Yeah, she can do what she wants. Yeah. Girl about. Do you know what? If she kills someone, do you think the rocket show up on Raw? <laughs> Should we have her kill someone? <laughs> a lot of work that needs to be done with Naya. My God. Uh, Poor old Gorda's not here to defend her. <laughs> exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> and I would have said it if he was here too. But to be fair, we've said worse things. Um, I go to um I want I threw one little line in there. Um WB are doing Black History Month. Uh, this is the same week that Corey Graves tweets about his feud with Booker T by quoting The Art of War. I'll carry on. <laughs> uh, since uh, we're on the women's thing, we probably could have finished up there. The bit. Yeah. yeah. The Mickey versus uh, Sonia Deville. Mm. Uh, so Mickey wins the match uh, with an absolution beatdown. Um, but then Alexa Bliss comes out to make the, make the save. Mm. Yeah. That's just, to make, that's just to make a friend for the, the chamber match. Pretty so good. they're go they're going to team up two versus two versus two. Absolution versus Sasha and Bailey versus Alexa and Mickey. So like, that that makes sense. I, I like the logic behind it. But that match, the Sonya and Mickey James, wow, that was a stiff match. Yeah, Sonya I don't know if it was, a long time. I don't know if that was intentionally stiff though. That's the thing. I think like the first couple of exchanges were overly stiff, and it just kind of escalated from there. Receipts after receipts <laughs> after receipts. <laughs> <laughs> like Sonya took a shot in the nose which legitimately stunned her which from a former MMA background it really shouldn't have had <laughs> this is something I meant to bring up uh, with the Ronda thing what happens to Sonya Deville now yeah. that's your mania uh, sorry. you're like sorry Ronda you can't have that we already have an MMA gimmick on Raw <laughs> uh, I don't know but okay so yeah that kind of makes sense um, the phone promos We'll have another quick moment about the phone promos. John Cena had a, such a lengthy phone promo that he ran out of hallway and he had to back up and then walk the hallway again. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. It was fast. It was good. Uh, Fair, it was quite good. He realized it and went, oh shit, better walk backwards again and then do the... <laughs> um, backwards, man. Backwards, man. Then uh, as I was typing the notes on my phone while I was watching this, I nearly threw my phone at the laptop when Braun Strowman cuts a phone promo. Like if it happens on Mixed Match Challenge, whatever, that's the multiverse over there. That's this parallel universe. I don't care what happens over there. Um, but Braun Strowman should not own a phone on, on TV. His character, his character does not have a phone unless you it is for this promo. Exactly, for yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need your phone. Um, <laughs> like, unless he plans on eating the phone afterwards, I don't know why he would be using a phone. Let alone a selfie stick. But uh, I digress. So this was just beforehand, and then we have um, 
a match that seems a little unfair on the rest of the people in the Elimination Chamber match. It's uh, Elias, Braun and John Cena and the winner gets to be number six, the final entrant in the Elimination Chamber. Or as you put it in the notes, Braun versus Elias versus Braun. Did I? (laughs) (laughs) We're prophetic. I don't have that anywhere, do I? (laughs) (laughs) I can't see it. I'll find it afterwards. Eva's spoken. But uh, yeah, no, it's it it, it is. But in fair, the other two only qualified on the show, so you would have also put them in two matches. And Roman Reigns had already had two matches. You can't put them in a third match. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. That'd be like that'd be three years of Conor McGregor's career there. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's next week? Like, why couldn't have done a match next week? Yeah, they could have had like a playoff situation where two triple threat matches. And then the winners of those are five and six. They could have a match then and then be five and whoever's six. I don't yeah, know. That's way too complicated. No, fuck that. Anyway, shit. so started off with Elias absolutely taking the crowd in the palm of his hand again because he's fucking fantastic. He's the best character on TV at the moment in terms of pure character. I love him. He has everything going for him. Good old hobo macho man. <laughs> um, the so Elias didn't cut a phone promo and I say there's hope for the writers yet that they could at least spot that part why would he have a phone I was like they give Braun Strowman a phone if Elias comes out here with a phone I swear to fuck <laughs> he goes around with his guitar we don't know how he got there or how he's getting out of there but he's there he's a drifter that's all I need drifter Elias not Samson so uh, the shock I cannot begin to describe the shock <laughs> that I had when uh, we had Elias and Cena teaming up on Braun and doing a good job, but of course that all breaks down the settler between themselves. Then uh, Braun gets pushed out of the ring, and I, if I remember correctly, Elias cracks Cena over the head with a guitar, or am I imagining things? Oh, you are correct. He did that, and Elias got a pin over John Cena on yeah. Monday Night Raw. Tell you, what lads. the fuck? Going to be a WrestleMania match. Oh yeah, I reckon it is. I reckon that is going to be Elias Cena. Makes sense. Oh, man. He's going to bury that poor kid. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you reckon that the reason this is happening is that Vince McMahon still hates Randy Savage so much that he found someone that looks just <laughs> like him? So you can have John Cena beat him at WrestleMania. Build him up. Build him up. And then have him beat at WrestleMania. Why, why, would, Vince, why would Vince hate uh, Randy Savage? He allegedly stole some uh, coins out of his car once. There were a few pennies in there for toll boots and stuff. And allegedly he took some. Oh, I caught thought because he rode Stephanie when she was a young one. <laughs> allegedly. Very much allegedly. Allegedly. He stole some coins and he kicked over a coffee by mistake. Coins, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anyone can do that. The cream of the crop promo was actually Vince's little cup of cream and he stole it off his desk and he was, he's been angry all these years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So that was raw, pretty much. Nothing else. Don't think I. I think we got everything. Yeah. Oscar that, beat Bailey. Forgot about that one. There's a lot of women's oh, matches yeah. on the show actually. Uh, Oscar beat Bailey obviously, and then at the very end they offered. Uh, she offered her the show of respect with the handshake, which was quite cool. I really was expecting uh, Sasha Banks to hit the ring and beat her up though. I was thinking, here we go, boss time. As Michael Cole likes to say, it's boss time. But when is it ever really? Let's make that happen now. Let's make <laughs> it happen yesterday. <laughs> Because Sasha's drowning there with this crap. And uh, the new, the whole new way to watch TV. Did you see that? The way Sasha was watching the match. Uh, on the iPad. Oh, yeah. on sideways the iPad. on the iPad. Sideways. So she, she's facing directly ahead. 
and the iPad is on a table behind her to her right. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like she must have had a mirror or something. She was looking at it. She's looking at it in the mirror. It's fine. It's like you can show the tablet. We'll assume she's watching it. You can show the back of the TV. You're like, what else would they be watching? They're not watching a different TV show. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, we're just watching YouTube here. <laughs> you can hear the audio of it. You know what it is. It was on last week. <laughs> exactly. Like it happened seven days. Then again, they forgot that Asuka beat Naya and so badly that the ref had to stop the match three weeks ago. But I don't <sighs> You said it, Nikki. You said it. Um, nothing else to add, I don't think. I think we just... Yeah. For all? Yeah. The way it went off the air was weird. Yeah, that oh, was... Oh, Braun. Braun kill. I forgot about Bra- Braun smash. Braun hurt. Braun destroy. Braun stand around for a while while there was no music playing. Braun realized Braun should do some more killing. Yeah. <laughs> and Cena uh, taking it. Yeah. So that's going to come back to haunt him in precisely seven days from that show. <laughs> so is that two weeks in a row now that Raw has gone off the air to a very weird ending? Yeah. I can't remember what Raw was last year or last week, but I remember having the same kind of weird. Is it gone? Is it over yet? They must have fucked up the timing again because they did the overrun again. Mm. So. They always do the overrun. That's yeah. basically that's their showtime. Now. It's it's three hours and fifteen minutes at this yeah. stage. Like main events have started past the three hour mark or past the four hour mark. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, who watches these things live? Yeah, it's a pay per view every week, boys. Isn't it just great? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Look, we'll move on. Talk. So uh, SmackDown Live started. Um, Steve, how, how did this begin again? I believe it started with an authority figure coming to the ring. Uh, what? Which, was it a McMahon? McMahon. It, it was the McMahon. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy that I don't have to review this shit every week. <laughs> Sorry, Nicky. <laughs> Cheers for that. Uh. Uh, but it was really weird. Like Shane and Daniel in the ring. Daniel was... It, it reminded me of WrestleMania 27, I'm going to say, where the Miz carried John Cena in the main event. It felt like Daniel Bryan was carrying Shane McMahon through this promo. Like his breathing was so off, he forgot his lines, he was muttering all over the place. Like Shane McMahon's been around for a long time. He's been on TV a lot. Like He hasn't been great since he came back within the last 18 months, but this is, in my mind, the worst I've seen him. He really felt like he didn't know what he was doing out there or he was having some form of panic attack. It, re- it was really, really weird to me, but he, he kind of made something interesting. He kind of referenced the fact that Daniel wants to wrestle again. He did, which was very interesting. But I, I, plus I, um, like the way they were kind of teasing Daniel Bryan as a heel uh, the last few weeks, that immediately is screwed that over. There's <laughs> so no way after, after Daniel Bryan saying that he wants to wrestle again, the crowd immediately, yes, 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 back Daniel's the biggest face over in the company. Mm-hmm. It, it, all it came down to was just that Shane was saying that he, Daniel is living vicariously through Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, which yeah. is obvious. Like, I mean, you don't have to say it. I'm going to come out and say this now. I am sick to fuck of this storyline. Yeah, I agree. Very don't. much so. It's it's been going on too long. I thought I thought they would finish it and move on. Now that they have a number one contender for Mania and stuff, I thought at least take it out with AJ. But you're fair enough, still the feud with the two of them. But take AJ out of it. Yeah, I can. I thought as soon as Nakamura won, I thought exactly that and go right. AJ is going to move on now, and that'll be that. 
I see the payoff coming in the form of a tag match at WrestleMania right now, where you have the super best friends of wrestling of Sammy and Kevin versus Shane and Daniel. Mm. Teaming. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't like it, but my thoughts after SmackDown this week, and especially with how things developed after SmackDown, this is what came to my mind, and the more I thought about it, the more it made sense in WWE world. Um, it's not something I personally want to see with Daniel in a tag match, but it might be the way of kind of easing him back into it. Testing the waters, like what I mean. It'd be an interesting matchup with um, three former Ring of Honor guys and the former owner mm. of WCW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might as well just go straight to how the show they, ended because it involved the the the, the Cammy storyline. Yeah, I was loving the start of this match. Uh, if you look at my notes, you'll see how I'm going to end this sentence. But it was really cool the way they did. They were doing clean breaks off the ropes and everything was cool. Um, Sammy is first uh, a victim of an unclean break and that just led to more of a breakdown. Uh, Sammy then starts getting really thick, pulls a double leg and starts swinging haymakers. Uh, KO gets outside the ring and tells him to calm down. Then he goes back in again, double leg, ground and pound. And it sends KO to the outside. Then there's an ad break. And I was so into this. I can't remember the last time I was really into a TV match. I was like, this is great. I was, you know, I wouldn't say I was sick of watching them wrestle all the time, but we've seen their matches, you know. Mm. Um, the forearm spot in the middle, the usual, all that sort of stuff they do. This was a totally different match. I was like, oh, man, great. Fuck, ad break. So it totally took me out of the match. Um, but it ended up with, it was just a deflating finish to the whole thing. Where oh, yeah, definitely. It ended in a DQ where AJ attacks the two lads at the very end from the commentary desk. Where Sammy was getting in his face all the time and all this sort of shit. And you're like, womp, womp, womp. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, uh, what is going on in that show? It's all like it's it's gone to shit. Like oh, Smack, remember when SmackDown was good? Remember after the original draft? The, it was so much draft. better. It wasn't so, even good. Yeah. It was leagues ahead of it. Oh. Hey, hey, Gordo, got your back here. Hashtag fire old dog. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I I put that in my when I was tweeting out the the review. I put hashtag fire old dog as a tag. Oh, it's like, so it's, bad. Oh, it's just it's so know, it's lazy. It's just yeah. lazy booking. Mm. No, I found before Christmas, do you remember we talked about this where they're going to have to stretch? They had a stage there with it and had like eight weeks or seven weeks without a pay-per-view. I was like, mm. okay, I'll forgive them here because they they really have to stretch. It's going to be a lot of samey weeks here. That's fine. They've got a pay-per-view coming up, not too distant future. And then they're right on the heels of that, they've WrestleMania. Yeah. So, like, I know Raw is next up, but Jesus H. Don't worry, my um my booking, which is coming up after this, is focused exclusively on SmackDown. And it's, uh, <laughs> SmackDown, you're going to want to watch. Trust me. Uh, nice. Yeah, but yeah, it was. I mean, after so yeah, they, they, so after the match, then anyway, they make it a triple threat match. Daniel comes out, and makes puts Sammy and Kevin into a uh, match against AJ uh, AJ for the title. Um, and then this week on Twitter, it's today, yesterday. Can't remember whatever yeah. day. Uh, Shane McMahon tweets out saying that there's going to be a match between Dolph Ziggler and uh, Baron, Corbin. Baron Corbin. And the winner of that's also getting added to that match. So it's going to be a fail for a match. It's a two them match to see who takes the pin. Yeah, pretty much. Because the two of them have had nothing to do with the storyline. It makes no sense to throw them in here. They, spoiler they alert. Spoiler alert. AJ drops the title. 
I will not- put all the money in my wallet right now, which is approximately 57 cent, that AJ does not drop the title. <laughs> oh, God, uh, I was like, no, please don't even put that image in. To do <laughs> no. But uh, um, they, they could have had, they had the opportunity to get Ziggler at least involved in this storyline. It was so uh, simple. And they ruined it at, main, at Rumble. All you had to do was oh, get Ziggler to come out to Daniel Bryan's music. It was so easy and so obvious. Uh, we'll move on from this because oh, I'm sick of watching it, let alone talk about it. They need to finish this quick. But uh, what was it, like six, seven weeks before fucking whatever their pay-per-view is going to be called? Fastlane? Fastlane. Sweet Jesus. I think it's only four weeks or three or four weeks, isn't it? Is it? I'm not well, sure. I suppose March. Uh, anyway, a couple of weeks left anyway. Um, yeah. One thing I thought was really good, but how they finished it, I don't know. He charred against Liv Morgan, which was kind of the first uh, match of the night. So she beats Liv, goes over to the two girls and says, or goes to the commentary and says, one down, two to go. So I thought that's a great way to make a champion look strong on TV. Mm. But what happens when she beats them all one by one and then has to beat them all three on one? <laughs> that's where she's, this is going. Oh yeah, 100%. Then she's, so obviously, she's obviously Ronda. <laughs> that's, where, that's where that match is going. Is it though? Make Asuka. sure. Strong. She, I, I would love to be asking Ronda. I oh, I do too. Uh, if it's not that, I reckon it's going to be Becky. Mm. They're doing not with her. God, I love Becky. Uh, <laughs> what was the line, Nikki? You had? I'm trying to remember the line that you had in your review about the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, uh, the, um, oh, what was it? Ended the lives of two jobbers, I believe it was. Yes. Or two local talents. <laughs> Some local talents' lives are ended at the hands of the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> uh, so that was that was the Bludgeon Brothers match. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the part now, and it's something I bring up in my booking here. Bludgeon Brothers have essentially, you know, they're, they're doing the whole thing where they're unstoppable, blah, blah, blah. And the Usos have beaten everybody. And they tease that by having the Bludgeon Brothers make their entrance after an Usos promo. Why didn't the Bludgeon Brothers just attack them? Because we all know if you attack someone, you get a match with them. <laughs> like, not very clever. But it's the Usos come out. Yeah, the Usos come out and did their. They walk straight past them. Uh, what they had those do? big hammers there. They could have literally just picked up and went. Doof. Yeah, no more. Usos they had weapons. Right? They walked away. Yeah, you could have bludgeoned them. <laughs> um, so it wasn't. Uh, Basically, it wasn't very clear last week, so the Usos came out to tell us what lockdown really means. <laughs> lockdown? You mean it doesn't lockdown. mean cages uh, it's flashing up on screen? Lockdown. <laughs> I, li- I like the reference they made to Uso number one being um, in prison recently. Yes. That was very, that was that, very that's, well done. That, that's Uso number two. Yes. Uh, they're all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> you mean rock cousins? <laughs> Please no, say the because, Rock's cousins. Because they're identical <laughs> twins. They're not identical twins. They're identical twins. They're not identical twins. Anyway. They fucking might as well be. <laughs> uh, I'll move on. I think we'll save the main event for the end here. The main event being the top 10 list. Um, we mentioned the new day and Big E. Big E had the gag. It was like, uh, they were, no, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Never mind. I'll leave it for the end. <laughs> uh, Rude versus Rusev. Uh, Rude wins in the middle of his doing his glorious pose with the lights shining perfectly. Orton appears literally from nowhere yep. and uh, RKO's him. It was fantastic. Uh, then he RKO'd um, English afterwards as well. I think I've called it here. It's Andrew Rusev. Uh, it's the world's greatest RKO, that one. 
that one in the spotlight. Oh, it was fantastic. So perfect. It was, it was it better came. than the, the WrestleMania one with Rollins. <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, but does that lead to Rude against Orton? It seems or that is, way. Is, or is Orton just RKOing people for the laugh now? Which I think no, could be quite cool. Could lead to a triple threat match, maybe. Mm. Rather than just the same, because they still haven't officially. Because they're, not, I want Orton wants to be healed. I'm sure they uh, they wouldn't mind going that way. But it seems like he's still face right now, and they're still obsessed with keeping Rusev healed, despite the fact he's one of the most over faces in the company. Uh, so they'll want a heel, yeah. inverted uh, inverted commas mm, uh, yeah. in the match, like. There's too many was, heels. There's too many heels on the show yeah. as it is, though. That was such it's a crazy. weird match. Like you yeah. have a face Bobby Roode against a heel Rusev, and it ended up with the crowd being apathetic, almost booing Bobby Roode just because he's up against should be Rusev. Yeah. They're the wrong. Both of them are in the wrong position. Yeah, flip yeah. them, and that's a cool looking match. Yeah, you could even set that up to be a match at Fastlane and, and do a double turn. So difficult to do. It'd be interesting. Mm. It is, but it, why can't we just be happy for once? Nah, you can't do that. Don't be silly. You know, if, if you're I'm happy, happy you I'll buy some merch. <laughs> we have to keep you miserable to keep you on a string and keep you coming back every week. Can't have you but, being happy and then we're like, oh, neat, I'm finished. But if I'm <laughs> happy, watch. I buy merch. <laughs> you buy merch anyway, Fitz. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Wearing his Chris Hero t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's my hero. And that was uh, that yes. was before he was with WWE as well. That was that was indie <laughs> hero. Yeah, yeah, you had to really look for that merch. <laughs> yeah, you bought I it remember. off him. You bought it from him at WrestleCon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you had to literally find the guy and buy a t-shirt <laughs> from him. <laughs> That's because I liked him. If I liked WWE guys, I would go and find them and I would buy their merch off them too. Maybe they don't want stalkers on Twitter not making the show good. It's okay. I'll just hang around an airport at six o'clock in the morning. There's that. They love that. That's their favorite. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait to sell it on eBay. (laughs) Those people are the absolute worst. What happened to your life that you do that? (laughs) Every day they do these things. Oh, Marks. It was all a bad name. Mm -hmm. Boo Gordo um, Boo. The last, uh, the last note I had was uh, Alpha 2.0 beat the Ascension. That's uh, poor, that poor Ascension. Yeah. Poor Ascension. But let's move on to the, the main event of the show. The top 10 superstars list. Someone yeah. help me out with how it's compiled by uh, locker room leadership, skill, and something else. Overall talent. Overall talent, Overall locker talent. room leadership, and athletic skill. Athletic skill. Number 10. Number 10, Ty Dillinger. 10, like, 10, 10, 10. He hasn't been on TV in three and a half years. It, <laughs> like, the fact that Ty Dillinger is number 10 proves beyond a shadow of a doubt in my mind that this is a complete work. Oh, it's of course it's a work. But I mean, the minute they put 10 and I saw Ty, I said, don't put Ty Dillinger. If you want me to believe this, I want to believe this story. Do not put Ty Dillinger as number 10. Bang. Because even if they all banded together to make him number 10 because they thought it would be cool, there's no way of tallying it up. It no. makes no sense. And let's just be honest. like In a roster of, what, 40-odd people between tag women and men, mm-hmm. the odds of 
coincidence happening that Ty Dillinger just happens to be at number 10. The fact that Ty Dillinger is even in the top 10 baffles me because he's never on TV. It's not about being on TV. This is a superstars vote, remember? This is the backstage guys based on what they think have the most overall talent, athletic skill, and are leaders in the locker room. And Ty Dillinger is leading that locker room from the number 10 position. That's why this company is in such a state, Nicky. <laughs> if I could bring back the Hogan and uh, Russo promo after the finger poke of doom, or after the Jeff Jarrett thing, uh, like, this is why this company's in the state it's in, because of bullshit calls like this. Uh, <sighs> this thing had so much promise, this whole this thing. The, the idea of it, I like the idea of it. It could have been so well. Just looking at the list, you're like, that's just the guys you want to push, and you put title in Jarrett's 10, because it's 10. Yeah, 10. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, num- why number nine, the? Sorry, oh, go on. I will let you run through it. Uh, number nine, Randy Orton. I'd say he's delighted to be behind the Usos and New Day. <laughs> <off your route. laughs> um, Orton number nine, Becky number eight, uh, which I got a quite a big pop as well. The Usos at number seven. Now this is where the first part where I'm just going, what the fuck? If this was the way I had looked at it, the people that should be deserving opportunities. Why are champions on the list? If you look yeah. at rankings of any sport, you don't rank the champions. The champions are the top. And the number one contender, which is a phrase you use, is number one. That's how it works. Yep. You have number one yeah. and above them is champion. So mm-hmm. they shouldn't be in there first off. Why would the champions have For- more opportunities? And why wasn't Roman Reigns number one, even though he's not on this? He needs <laughs> <laughs> uh, But so yeah, no, that, that's, that's, yeah. At first, they, they did, I know they were saying that they, were, they said they were going to use the list to decide who was going to be get the opportunities. They didn't say this was a list for who should get opportunities. They never said that. They said that's what they were going to use the list for. The list True. was just based on overall talent, locker room leadership, and athletic skill. And in a kayfabe uh, mentality, surely the people that have those things are going to be the people that are your champions. Fair enough, but if it's la- if it's on the doorstep of the land of opportunity and about who should be getting the opportunities, the champions have the titles. Yeah, that's yeah. They should they shouldn't have been included. I take your point as well. It, it's crazy. Like, but anyway, I think we agree in different ways. There, <laughs> I think yeah. is the best way to put it. Uh, New day number six and that, Biggie, that, as we mentioned, was uh, he had his gag about six. <laughs> Corey, Ga- Corey Graves and Booker T oh. thing uh, six. It's the exact percent I give chance I give Corey Graves in a street fight. <laughs> there was uh, something about left and the right book as well, wasn't there? Uh, there was. The new- what did he say? Said does Corey, when they were answering questions on Twitter earlier in the night, one of the questions was, uh, "Does Corey Graves have a better left, a better jab, or left hook?" And everybody, <laughs> guess we're gonna find out one way or another. <laughs> Sorry, Steve, I jumped all over you there. Oh, yeah, this is another reason why I think it's all bullshit. How can you have the champions behind someone else in a ranking list? <laughs> like, if, okay, okay, let's just get uh, over the champions on this list originally. Okay, let's okay. buy into the bullshit. But I'm not sure finished with that point. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right. But if you have the champions on a list, like you said, they have to be top of the list by default. It doesn't matter if they're the champions of the world or the Jinder Mahal champions. They are at the top of the list. Next on the list, you've got your number one contenders. How can you have the number one contenders more important or as a higher priority than the champion? Get- oh, yeah. this, 
get fucked he said his mic broke up at the end but trust me he said get <laughs> fucked <laughs> that locker room uh, leadership one the locker room yeah. leadership. they are a good crack backstage well i'd say if it's locker room if that was the highest priority they win because they have all those ufc tournaments backstage on the, on the ps4 <laughs> um but bobby Roode number five uh naomi with a fucking huge pop for mm. a number four there a massive pop uh number three shinsuke nakamura number two charlotte and number one the phenomenal one aj styles the wwe champion stuck for the owl opportunities is aj <laughs> <laughs> it's like, i think it'd be so funny if um be so funny if uh, if Roman Reigns was just listed there for the laugh. <laughs> well, maybe he uh, wants to go after the WWE title. Who knows? Uh, that's the, the only reason they did this list is to show that Sammy and Kevin weren't on it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, as uh, one of the OTT regulars, B. Cool would say, that's bollocks. That's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> So I had the, the Austin Powers quote at the end. That's all good. But what does it all mean, Basil? It's basically like, <laughs> what, what did this do? Firstly, what did it accomplish? Secondly, how long will it last, Nikki? Oh, it I, depends on what, as I said, I think the only reason they did this is just for that, the Sammy and Kevin are done it. That shows the way that Shane can say, oh, they, he, they shouldn't get any opportunities because they weren't on the list. That's, the only reason I can see they could possibly go with this now, because of the way they've done it, that's the only way I can see that they. The only reason. And they, will it will it make it past next Tuesday night? Maybe past next Tuesday because they'll probably make it after the pay per view, because they need to make sure because lads are getting the opportunities anyway as of now. And then they'll create a new list, brand new list, and they'll be like, "We've never done this before. It's unprecedented." <laughs> <laughs> if they do it right, it'd be nice. Yeah, uh, Steve. Overall, what do you reckon? It's a lot of bollocks. Uh, it's it, it's so much potential. I had so much hope for this. Yeah. Like I said last week or the week before, if they just literally replicated or mimicked what TNA did like eight, nine years ago, where you have a literal contenders list, you don't need to do it for the men's, women's, and tags. You can only do it for you can do it just for the one if you wanted to, because you know, there's only five women on SmackDown or yeah. Seven or whatever. You know, obviously, Tamina's gone now, injured now after getting surgery, so she's another one gone. Or SmackDown tag division, there is only what four or five as well. So you don't have the depth to do a, a list for those divisions. And I don't think there would be any argument for not doing a depth chart for one of those. Mm-hmm. But so the men's up, division, up to five or something. Yeah, yeah the men's but division you, where you you have a justifiable list of maybe even five or even ten, you could actually make it so relevant, and you can make every match that you have on the show relevant. So Bingo. whether it's yeah. even if it's a United States Championship match. If both of those guys are on the list, if the champion beats the contender, then that champion moves up a rank in the overall scheme for the WWE Championship. So in a, in a universe where the Miz is the IC champion and he qualifies for the Elimination Chamber, that would move him further up the ranking for the the Universal Championship while still maintaining the, the actual Intercontinental belt. Yeah, you so know, top of the... Yeah, he could stay top of the IC chart as, you know, the yellow part of the top champion, but he's also moving up somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like you could get into the weeds and make it really complicated if you have different divisions and, and different belts with different they, things. But like, you could have some interesting matches, matches you don't see every yeah. fucking week. You exactly. know, no more Shield Bar. If this is yeah. the end of Shield Bar, which it won't be, yeah. but that's gone on since July 2017. It's February. Also, February, it's... 
one of the one of the, the biggest things I was hoping that would come out of this was the fact that you don't actually have to have a storyline between two competitors to have a match. Yeah. Have a match. So you could you could have Rusev versus I don't know Ty Dillinger. Yeah, I don't think they've ever had a match ever. I could be very wrong on that, but I'm sure there's a website that'll tell me. Probably, yeah, <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, I don't know if they've ever had a match. But they, like, you could justify we have them two in the ring. And the commentators goes, this is the first time we've ever seen it. And it's an important match to see who gets up to number seven in the rankings list. And just perfect. Shelton Benjamin against Rusev or something. Just have yeah. no reason, just for ranking points. And that's, that's where you bring Big E into it. That's where you could have Big E breaking mm-hmm. out from the New Day. You can say, well, Big E is the strongest member, metaphorically speaking, from the New Day. He is highest on the singles charts. He gets a singles opportunity. And the great Bingo thing about Bangle. the New Day is they're like, oh, fuck yes. Do you remember when Woods was going for the US title? They yeah. were all behind. They were all up in it. Yeah. yeah. And great. then when Kofi was in the thing last week, they wanted Kofi to win it. Yeah. That, yeah. That'd be cool to go, right? Big E, now it's your turn. They've done it for Woods. They've done it for Kofi. Yeah. Now Big E's go. The, the thing is, like, they they have this in 2K in the games. It's there. Oh, they, it's just so annoying. There's nothing more, nothing worse in my mind than a missed opportunity. And this was a clusterfuck of a missed opportunity. Yeah, 100%. Such a shame. Um, it, 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 these are easy. It's harder to fuck this sort of thing up. But, um, I'll show you how easy it is in about five, six minutes. And <laughs> <laughs> I will make you believe that Zack Ryder could be the top heel in the company. Oh wow! Oh yes! Oh you, yes! You, went, you really went all out for this. Uh, I thought Balls maybe deep. you might have gotten back to the US title level. No, no, you went all the oh, way. You'll be surprised. Balls deep. <laughs> Balls deep. <laughs> um, woo woo woo! Oh yes. Uh, we'll, so that'll we'll probably cover. <laughs> oh, you will. In a couple of moments after these words from Nikki on the Irish Ring, <laughs> uh, but we leave SmackDown. So, Nicky, take us through the uh, latest and greatest in the Irish wrestling scene. Irish wrestling roundup time. Okay, so a uh, few stuff to go through here. Now. So, uh, last weekend was a pretty big weekend. There was a, a bunch of shows on. We covered OGT Homecoming Dublin on our live after, uh, post show, which you can catch on our YouTube channel or on iTunes or Spotify or all those. It's up there. Um, but other than that, the Friday night, uh, Five Factory had their show, Dive Hard, Dive Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, so I'm just going to burst through the results on that. We had Michael May defeating Dmitry Krakow, uh, Debbie Keitel and Leah T defeated uh, Katie Harvey and Lady Valkyrie. Phil Boyd defeated Jay Money. Uh, Justy defeated Nathan Martin. Boo. The Super Nintendo's and Be Cool uh, defeated LJ Cleary and The Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, Darren Kearney defeated Alexander Dean. Scotty Davis beat Clayton Long and Martin Shears at a triple threat, and Jordan Devlin retained the Irish Junior Heavyweight Championship 2-1 again in a match against Sammy, Sammy D. How many matches were on that card? Seven. Jeez, that feels like a long card. Yeah, there's a lot of names on now. In fairness, I, I, I do, we have to get up with something, because they're on a Friday night before. We could do a weekend in Dublin. We Sometimes we might get up for one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see uh, I have the Belfast results as well from OTT on the Sunday if you want to watch it and do, uh, don't hear the results tune out for the uh, next uh, 30 seconds or so um, it's going to be up on uh, on demand this weekend uh, the Dublin show is already up but the, the Belfast one they said is up, going to be up this weekend but the results are Gavin Fitz defeated Fabius Nicky then Scotty Davis defeated Gavin Fitz uh, Curtis Murray defeated Tucker Jordan Devlin Martina defeated Be Cool and Trent Seven 
Uh, Mark Haskins defeated Chuck Taylor. Keith Lee defeated Timothy Thatcher and the OTT Tag Team title. Charlie Sterling and Zach Gibson, uh, actually, I only said the two of them, I think all three of them, uh, defeated the uh, Kings of the North, so they retained the titles. So the titles were retained, not mm. as we thought, won back by the Kings of the North the next night. Um, other than that, upcoming shows, um, I'm going to go in order of them coming up. Uh, CCW Ladder Wars in Cork is on in two weeks. Yeah, this day, t- or tomorrow, t- uh, yeah, Saturday, this day, two weeks. Uh, the only change to that is because Pastor William Eva is out, they've now made the all star title uh, a triple threat match. Uh, it's going to be Vic Viper versus Tyler Bate versus Lew- Lewis Gervin for the all star championship. Uh, contender six then is the day after uh, up in Dublin, uh, the Ringside Club. They've announced pretty much the full card for that today. Uh, so we've got Terry Thatcher versus Eddie Stone, Polo Promotions versus Club Tropicana, Team White Wolf, which is A-Kid, the, guy the Spanish guy who was over last time, and his tag team partner, Adam Chase, versus Legit 100, made up of Scotty Davis and Curtis Murray. Uh, Joe Coffey versus Michael May, in the ever-increasing Michael May goes against people to see how great he is. Um, and Kip Saban versus Jordan Devlin. Now, I don't know if that's for the title, they haven't said, but... I reckon it probably is. Uh, they've also added the Sons of Ulad to the show there. Uh, uh, I far as I know, they're, they're from, the Nor- from Northern Ireland, but they've been wrestling pretty much exclusively in the UK for the last couple of years. Uh, they've put up, cut a promo where they were targeting Be Cool and Debbie Kaitel, so I assume they're probably doing something with them. Uh, other than that, uh, for PWU uh, on the week after, Friday, February 23rd, uh, no new matches, but Fight Factory are trying to organize a bus from Dublin to Belfast uh, for that show. So if anyone is interested in going for that, they're looking for people to add their interest on Facebook. So check out Fight Factory Facebook page. They're looking for interest there if people want to head up. Um, uh, then we're back into OTT because OTT have so much fucking shows coming up in the next while. Um, Saturday, March 3rd, Outer Space Odyssey 3 floating in the most peculiar way, which is a bit back in the arena on Shore Road. They've announced two matches for it so far. We've got David Starr versus Zack Sabre Jr., which should be fantastic. And we've got, for the gender-neutral title, Martina versus the WWE UK champion, Pete Dunne. I cannot wait for that one. This is going to be insane. Now, there's been a lot of uproar on Twitter and stuff about this match because people think it's wasting Pete Dunne that he should, he's doing this instead of being in a proper singles match against someone. But people don't like fun. People don't like fun. This match is going to be fantastic. I can't wait for it. Oh, it's going to be In so my good. number one get fucked moment of the week, everyone who opposes this match can get fucked. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is just going to be pure entertainment. I can't wait for it. Um, they've announced nothing for Martina's gaff party yet. Um, Defiant, they just announced the card. Uh, big matches, though, they've announced for, OT, for Scrapper Mania 4 in May. And holy shit, the matches they've announced. We've got Jeff Cobb versus Tomohiro Ishii which is going to oh be insane. <laughs> and we've got Keith Lee versus Minoru Suzuki. Someone is going to die in that match. <laughs> I don't know who. Is- either, either one. I'm not sure which one, but one of oh, them is going to die. Crazy. Or us at ringside. We might die. I don't know. Someone is going to die in that match. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for the Irish Wrestling Roundup. I'm just that... that that Scrapper Mania card is looking insane. There's one thing I might add, and I rarely add anything into it, but uh, Debbie Kaitel's promo that appeared on, I think it's for a CCW thing. She had it oh. on Twitter. Mm. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, that's supposed to impress me. Two gobshakes <laughs> in a <the> field. <laughs> that was brilliant. 
Yeah, so she's going up against um, uh, Raven Creed for the in lab, yeah. the first ever women's title match. So Raven Creed uh, is with um, Billy Bedlam in um, therapy. So they like do weird, creepy promos and stuff. So that's what that was about. <laughs> and that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so that'll do us for that section. So this will be the first week of our latest series in 2-Bit Booking and we're going to take a character, uh, we don't necessarily have to like them or be big fans of them, just someone that uh, isn't on TV and think you can do something better with them. I ha- happen to really like my, the, the character I'm picking here. So I'm going to go with uh, Zack Ryder and how I'm going to book Zack Ryder from here until SummerSlam, believe it or not. Oh, but I'm not booking it every week. Yeah, Jesus. Not every week, but you know, from, from this week, from the build-up to this week's SmackDown, I think it was this week's match. So, um, all week in the build-up to Ziggler versus Corbin, we've got videos. You know the videos they did in the car, like the Mojo and the Miz thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how it's, uh, it's a lot of bullshit on SmackDown and WB in general. Uh, they never get what they deserve. And anytime they get a bit of momentum, they get stopped. John Cena. Uh, <laughs> so, Ziggler is kind of nodding along nonchalantly. Uh, he's like, eh, yeah, what are you going to do? You know, my, I've one foot out the door, essentially. But Zach is getting progressively angry. It's like, why aren't you more pissed off? Like, you're one of the best wrestlers in the world. We need to rethink how we do things, right? So Ziggler and Corbin uh, for entry into the Fatal 4-Way at Fastlane. So we have a ref bump. Corbin uses an exposed turnbuckle and rams Ziggler's head into it, hits the end of days for the pin. So Ziggler comes to and he's pretty annoyed at what happened. He asks for the video ref. See, I'm using smart. This is part of it. You have to use the current things they're using. Um, (laughs) So he asks for the video ref. No dice. So we go backstage. Ryder is waiting for him. He's like, enough is enough. I'm sick of these rookie guys coming up here, taking our spots. We're 10 year vets. Um, (laughs) It should have been our time by now. I'm waiting. I'm not waiting for the land of opportunity to finally notice notice us. Uh, We're going to make our own own opportunities. Ziggler's like, what are you talking about? He's like, just watch this and be ready. Like, what do you mean? Just be ready, okay? So Rude is in the ring. Bobby Rude is in the ring, cutting a promo, and Ryder sneaks up behind him and attacks while he's doing the glorious pose. He leaves him in the ring laying. Uh, Rude does the baby face thing of asking for a match right here tonight. And Zach's like, nah, too busy. But if you put the US title on the line, we can do it tonight. Uh, Rude accepts because baby faces are idiots. That's the way they write them. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, uh, Ziggler was ready. So Ziggler interferes in the match to cost Rude. And the first night of my booking, Zack Ryder is the new US champion. (laughs) Um, He goes over, this is a personal note on the end of this one. He goes over to Corey Graves, literally rubs the title in his face. In his, (laughs) excuse me, let me write, in his stupid fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for mostly downs in my career, Corey? How's it being, how's it going sitting behind a goddamn desk? The Smackdown goes off the air. Fuck you, Corey Graves. You can't say <laughs> things like that about Zack Ryder. So to sum that part up, basically a light bulb has gone off in Ryder and he's like, no matter what I do, nothing works. So why don't I just be the heel guy? You know, why don't I be this guy that doesn't take any more of this shit? Like the last few episodes of Lee, uh, Z True Long Island story. So for the next few weeks, Ryder and Ziggler are healing it up, ramming home the point that they're heels, but they're not doing anything dastardly really they're not hitting people with chairs they're just outsmarting people baby faces that are stupid or people that aren't as uh as uh tenured as they are mm. um so at fact we have a rematch with Ryder and rude 
the rider retains via disqualification but a chair not even a chair because i said they weren't going to use that some method of disqualification and renee comes into the ring go what's going on with you whoa dogs <laughs> um so rider uh like renee's goes what, what's going on with you lately what's this new personality and he's like well it's pretty simple uh, i can't believe champions haven't been doing this the whole time you retain your title if you get a dq how silly is that so i used it to my advantage what can you do so that's his new attitude now he's he's seen and done it all he's the clever kind of guy mm. so that's from fast lane so to get us to mania each week rider finds a new way to win a re win rematch after rematch so he gets dq'd again gets counted out so on and so on all the ways where he can retain the title without actually winning the match if he doesn't need to all the while ziegler is on commentary hyping him up saying he loves the new zach rider blah 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 so Brian gets pretty, Danny Bryan gets pretty sick of this and books one last match. This is the last chance. So it's Ryder against Rude at WrestleMania. No DQ, no count out, etc. Brian is the special referee. So he's doing everything he can to make it a fair fight for Bobby Rude, who he feels hasn't been given a fair crack of the whip. Mm. So Mania, the match. Uh, during Rude's kind of comeback, Ziggler mo Ziggler's music hits and he walks down. Gets on the apron and Brian gets the mic and said, well, you're told you can't come here. It's blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's no DQ. I can do what I want. And Brian's like, no, nah, no, this is ridiculous. So Brian says Ziggler needs to get back up onto the ramp. And he shows him the line. Like Sammy, remember Sammy and Kevin clearly stated <laughs> that this is the ramp. So he's now gone. I'm keeping that in storyline. That's canon. You're allowed to stay on the ramp. If your foot steps on the mat, it's DQ and Rude. Uh, Zach has stripped the title and we're giving it to Rude. He's like, this is BS, it's no DQ, blah, 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 blah. So while Brian and, and um, uh, Ziggler are arguing, Big Cass runs out from underneath there, from beside the commentary table mm. and hits the big boot on Rude, walks over to Ziggler, fist bump. Ryder crawls over to get the pin and Big Cass joins the Ryder Revolution. They've just been coined Ooh. the Ryder Revolution. Nice. <laughs> so that's Put Big Cass back in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we have the SmackDown after WrestleMania. <clears throat> So they have Big Cass, and here's a guy who has been held back by his tag team partner. He had to fight all of his battles for him. Here he won't need to do that. We're a team. We have each other's back. There's no weak links. And they have their shot at Enzo. You know, they're going to do that. <laughs> Eventually, when Big Cass comes back, they're going to bury Enzo. But it's just, you might as well, I might as well put it in there. Um, so we have basically the Ryder Revolution. They're calling themselves, we have the US Championship. And now Dolph Ziggler officially challenges the new champion, Shinsuke Nakamura, because AJ has gone to Raw. He appears on Raw after Mania. So Nakamura needs a heel. So Ziggler is going to be that guy for now. Uh, as time progresses, whatever way it happens, Ryder loses the US title to a face Rusev at payback. Full face Rusev. Hmm. Uh, they tried every trick in the, under, the, under the sun with Ziggler, Ryder, and Big Cass. Nothing worked. And they booked, that makes Rusev look really good too. So I had to throw that in there too. Had to get the title off Zach in some way. And I was like, who do I give it to? It's got to be Rusev. It happened on Rusev Day as well, if you're of course. The date of where we were. Just to put us in the timeline of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ziggler loses his... So this is the first bad night of them. So Ziggler loses his title match at the same pay-per-view. Ryder decides to not use the rematch clause, because fuck that. Uh, mm -hmm. Instead, he decides because Dolph was had his back all along. He's going to help Dolph win the world title. Um, so basically, Dolph claims that it was a fast count, and he demands a rematch. And they're kicking up a fuss, and they're Braun Strowmaning things backstage, and they want the rematch. Nakamura just says, "Fine, I'll go beat you again." Um, that match would happen at Money in the Bank, 
So we're nearly there, don't worry. So um, <laughs> money in the bank. Uh, Ziggler beats Nakamura for the title, whatever way it happens. So we have it here. Ref bump, again, classic. Of Nakamura course. calls for the Kinshasa, but Zack Ryder runs in and hits the Rough Rider and drags Ziggler over him for the win. The ref wakes up. We have a new champion. Ziggler is the champion. Then we have the Money in the Bank ladder match, which Zack Ryder is in. Uh, and he is pretty beaten up. Everyone's down. There's a big ladder bump and everyone's all over the place. So Ziggler, holding the belt, or kind of the belt around his waist, goes up, puts Zack Ryder on his shoulders and carries him up the ladder to get the Money in the Bank contract. So the boys have the title and the contract. The SmackDown opens with the new champion, Ziggler, Money in the Bank winner, Ryder, in the ring with Big Cass. Ziggler says they finally hold all the chips and Ryder was right all along. They just needed to change their attitudes to the game. And Zack Ryder is like, I just want everyone to know that I will never cash in on Dolph Wiley's champion. Never. They're like, ooh, this is weird. How, will, how is they going to break up out of this one? <laughs> we are a unit and we'll never turn on each other. This is an insurance policy. If Brian tries to screw Dolph out of the title, I'll cash right in. The title stays with Ryder Revolution. Even if I'm the champion and Dolph's not, we are the champions. He's <laughs> <laughs> it. like, why do teams break up and turn on each other when they're making all the big bucks? We're here at the top of the card. We're selling all this merch. We're making the big money. Why, why would it end? You know, that's my little uh, nod to Festival of Friendship. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> um, we run SmackDown and nobody will ever stop us. <clears throat> so Dolph says, we hold all the marbles. He's the champ. I have the money in the bank contract, but Cass is here empty-handed. We need to change that. So Cass has never held championship gold in NXT or WWE. I hope that's right. I don't think yeah, he has. It's right. But, uh, I didn't bother looking it up because I had no time, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he didn't. Yeah, so, um, so how about we get him a tag team championship? Uh, and Zach's like, I'm too banged up after my my uh, my single-handed victory in the money in the bank contract last night. Um so he's like, we need you a partner. And he calls out Elias style. Who wants to make some more money at the top? Who wants to join the Ryder Revolution? So Brian, Daniel Bryan's music hit. And people are like, oh my God, he's joined. No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> Shocking. Brian, <laughs> uh, Brian says if Cass wants back into the tag team division, he can face Gable and Benjamin in a two-on-one handicap match tonight. If he can wins, if he wins, he can have a title shot. Or they can have a title shot. If he can find a partner. So Ziggler and Ryder are banned from the arena to avoid any shenanigans. Mm. Uh, if they step inside the arena at any time, even if it's half a foot in the door, they're stripping them of the title and the briefcase. Briefcase is null and void, and there'll be a tournament for the title. Brian is sick to fuck this, and he has to put an end to it. So and Vanguard then... 1 comes in. <laughs> <laughs> and Vanguard 1 joins. <laughs> so he just ends it with, welcome to the tag team division cast, and that's your opening segment for that role. Um, so we come to that match Gable and Benjamin don't necessarily dominate even though they've got the advantage Cass is holding his own um, uh, against them even though they're tagging in and out and they can't stop him Gable is a bit shocked by it uh, Benjamin is in, he's starting to take the fight to Cass Gable runs and attacks Shelton Benjamin uh, Gable puts his hand out to shake with Cass they shake hands, Cass pins Benjamin uh, Cass and Gable walk up the ramp and outside the arena to greet Ryder and Ziggler. They all shake, and Gable is in the Ryder Revolution. Nice. <laughs> uh, the next week's uh, SmackDown, then Gable says he wanted to elevate himself and dominate the tag team division. He and Cass had partners that have both held him back. He's <laughs> just like, fuck you, Jason Jordan. <laughs> he left him high and dry. Uh, 
Now they can win the title, it's going to be the greatest of all time. Uh, and then you build to SummerSlam where they get uh, a shot at New Day as champions. I'm going to put New Day in there as the champions because I assume they beat the Usos at some point or whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so SummerSlam, <clears throat> Gable and Benji or Gable and Big Cast win the titles in very heelish fashion. Uh, Ziggler retains in a triple threat, um, but is worse for wear after it. Uh, I think I had down Corbin and Nakamura or something just to freshen it up a small bit because it would have been Nak and Corbin the whole time or Nak and Ziggler the whole time. Mm. Um, so after the match, the other three lads come down. They swore they'd leave him alone. He fought his own battle that night. The other three has come down to kind of help him up. Uh, Ryder's holding the briefcase and the crowd chant for him to cash it in. He considers it for a second as a joke and then he hands it to the ref and he says, just hold that for me, buddy. I got to help my friend up. <laughs> <laughs> he, teases the three, he teases the cash in. Um, so basically you go off the year with each guy with their belts. So the, the tag, new tag team champions, you got Ziggler as the world champion and Ryder still hanging on to the briefcase, which he grabbed off the mic and just got, or off the ref and goes, thanks buddy. Um, so then you come to the SmackDown after SummerSlam where I finish up. Luckily it's gone on for about four hours now. Uh, <laughs> so we've got all the lads with all their belts and all their briefcases and they, they run SmackDown live now. Uh, we hear... A song that we heard at the start of ours, not Jericho's, The Breath. You're going to catch your breath when the club come out. You've got Balor, Anderson, Gallows, finally, rightfully on SmackDown where they belong at the moment. But anyway, uh, so then nothing really happens here. They're just like, oh, you think you're on SmackDown? We're here now. So obviously Balor chases Ziggler. The good brother chases, uh, good brothers chase Gable and cast the titles. And all the while you've got the looming shadow of Zack Ryder with the briefcase. When will he cash it in? Who knows? Next time in six months when I have to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. I like it. I, like so, it. I elevate Zack Ryder and Ziggler to the top of the card because you might as well because they're doing nothing else. <laughs> it's like you'd freshen up the SmackDown thing. And you do something with Ziggler after you botched the fuck out of his return. Yeah. I don't know. What do you reckon? Ryder looks like a champion. He looks like a wrestler. He went and did all that hard work to change the way his body looked. And Wendy even went back to NXT to refresh himself and get Mojo over. I'd have to throw him a bone here and then. You know? Exactly. Exactly. The icy title, title wasn't enough. Level, but... <laughs> oh, title Dickie, wasn't enough. I was in the arena both nights when he won it and then when he lost it. And I swore <laughs> vengeance on the Miz ever since. <laughs> now it all makes it sense. All makes uh... sense. I actually was at Raw for the first time in my life and I went out for a cigarette. I was so disgusted at what happened. <laughs> uh, make it happen. Yeah. Um, that was very good. Uh, all of that can easily happen. Um, I want One bit I want to put in at the end that Gable is at the bottom of the pole there of all the guys, but he's the one that rises up at the very end and he's the star of the show. He's the star you want to get over in the end. It's mm. Chad Gable. I should have put that in at the end, but he's, he's the Chad Gable. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We should call him the writer evolution then. But, uh, <laughs> but essentially, yeah, G Gable is the Orton of, of that whole process. There you have it. Nice. Nice. And that's how I'd get Zack Ryder and also Ziggler by proxy back on TV a lot <laughs> and fix a lot of the problems they've created. Um next week we're gonna go over to the raw side and Fitz is gonna look after Bailey and how she went from the female John Cena to Nobody. <laughs> and I have, have to try and correct this. Good luck, Steve. <sighs> How are you going to do it, Fitz? How are you going to do it? Well, that's for me to figure out in the next seven days. <laughs> uh, 
Seven whole days. Have you ever seen a female Universal Champion? You just might. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought my part was crazy. (laughs) Spoiler alert, you're not going to see that. (laughs) So that'll do us for another week. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, leave a comment, all those things. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, uh, very importantly, where we put up our uh, post shows from time to time, where we do post shows like uh, after the Rumble, after NXT TakeOver, after OTT Homecoming last week. We go live on YouTube, even at ridiculous o'clock in the morning. Yes, very much so. So yes, <laughs> those weren't easy. So uh, do subscribe. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at 2-Bit Wrestling and 2-Bit Sports for the generic stuff where you'll see a lot of game stuff. There's more and more game stuff going up this week. If you're into your Vigi games, uh, I got the hookup. You know, that's all I'm saying. Um, follow Earth. What do you do on Facebook? Like. Like, that's the one. I'm not a Facebook person. That is very clear. Like us <laughs> on Facebook at 2bitsports.com forward slash. No, that's wrong. Facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. There you go. Hey, I got it. Um, that's pretty much all we have for today. Uh, we do say goodbye, boys. No, yeah. oh, fine. I guess Fitz could do a podcast on his own for us. You, you, you click on. on this, Fitz. Yeah, I got this. I got this. <laughs> Give us a song. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Don't wanna be all by myself. I couldn't mute you quick enough, and we're like, "Well, he's muted, Nikki. Uh, I'll talk to you later on." <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I love yeah. the fact that your your parents at home because you're at home for this weekend. <laughs> Probably just heard you singing all by yourself in your bedroom. <laughs> just like when he was a teenager. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> the first time I heard strange noises coming from his bedroom. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving along yeah, we'll, call it, <laughs> we'll call it a night there um, and we'll see you again next Saturday uh, like subscribe rate uh, bicycles bye bye